0: so i remember i got i got to metro at like twenty one um, i left metro thirty three um, and then between twenty one and in twenty four i was on the rise i was seeing myself um you know making it like prime time at 25, 26. And it wasn't happening. Uh, But at the time, like I was on idols, I was getting these big things outside of that and it wasn't happening. So between, between like 24 and 27, um, it was just like, okay, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it's up. But then, um, I stayed whatever else I did, no matter how great it was, it kind (laughs) of like didn't matter because, you know, I didn't, I didn't get drive. I didn't get breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then when I got 12 to three, they yanked me out of it just when I was about to build it. Yeah. <laughs> because the very the very platform idea that you were talking about, when I was on 12 to three, I mean, I wanted to do uh, conversations about the right, you know, women rising from whatever setbacks. I was doing men, must, you know, men talks. I was doing continental conversations. Like mm-hmm. they just said, that's not working. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you must understand. So, I was shaping all of these ideas on because I also understood that that television bought a lot of concepts from radio. Yeah. So whatever I could build to work on radio, it would yeah. work for me to move to television. So if I couldn't, if I, if I couldn't, um you know realize it yeah make it yeah realize it on really and and, radio and 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 foolproof it how am I gonna take it on television anywhere else because then on television it's like okay Sissy, uh you know you need to be like this you need to be like that you need to be like that and then it was just like okay you you it's not gonna fit because I'm not that or either so it, it was Configuring myself as
1: I am navigating. So and up to what twenty. You said what from twenty-one to about twenty-four on the rise, and then post. Yeah. And then what was the next? What were the next phases? So
0: the so the next phases, you know, uh, you know, let's say about twenty-five to like thirty, because again, you know, I was doing a lot of things. Like everybody told me that, oh, please, everybody, all women at thirty, they must forget about radio. I was not going to ah. be that girl. <laughs> yes, they told me when I got there, and they told me when you have a baby, you know. Wow. And I, I had a baby at 28, and I was not married. Like I didn't meet, I didn't fit into any of the criteria. You, if you had a baby, you needed to be married, you know. And you girls were all getting married, and I was not getting married, and my relationships were not working out, <laughs> you know. So I was the weirdo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that i'm dealing with oh she's popular for what relationships are not working she can't hold jobs she's this i'm like okay penny what the heck is going on so i was battling with all of that but then i was also what also helped me was that that whole first bond thing breadwinner thing helped yes. me because i was just like okay you know all you need to do is just keep a job and i was also very honest with myself like i remember when they gave me seven to nine talk when they said, Oh, you know, you're so opinionated. You always have something to say. Maybe you should do talk. I said, but I don't like current affairs. Mm-hmm. They're like, but it's talk. And I was like, but talk is not just current affairs. Oh, there you go. You want to tell us what to do. Oh gosh, guys. I don't want to talk to politicians. Yes. Six months is how long I could do it. And then I was like, I'm out. I I can't do this. And I made that decision for myself. And and what hurt what really hurt me was that I took my destiny into my own hand and I said this is not good for me. I don't, you know, I don't think I should do this. Please put me somewhere else. Uh, and this is obviously after I consulted with other people. Yeah. But then, you know, to other people, that made me look like I'm arrogant. And, but I was just being honest with myself. I knew that I'm not going to perform at my best. I am not interested in that stuff. Um, and I just also didn't want to be another girl that politicians are ping-ponging guys. I mean, I was like 27. So, so, you know, so that was a kind of thing that, and then I was just like, and then, I mean, I I really, I had that honest conversation with myself. I said, okay, so you're going to do current affairs now. That means, I mean, at the time, Deborah Potter was the benchmark. So you, if you're good, you must be as good as Deborah Potter. And I didn't see myself being like that. I refused. I said, I don't want to be, be and then, Much respect to her, but the whole pitbull style, the whole, it's not me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? So I was like, look, I'm a popular culture girl and that's it. If I'm going to have a, a, you know, a talk show, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking music, entertainment, celebrity, fashion, books, lifestyle. Let's go. There's the plug. There's the plug right there. There's the plug. There's the plug. So I, I did, I walked away. And obviously, and then I did other things, but I still had that thing in me that says, but I never got to do the thing, but it was still happening elsewhere. So obviously, yeah. I mean, I went into, I used, I went into my early thirties, uh, as I, I, I said to myself, you have to heal from these things. So it was that, it was the whole celebrity culture thing that was unfolding. Um, and then I had to, to say, okay, define how it's going to work. How, how is Penny going to work, uh, for the next coming years? Um, you know, and you know, I, 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 so I took time to do that and I, I, I pursued this television thing. That's when I I approached the people who do Mutsuaka. I mean, it took me five years to get on on Mutsuaka. Like I wrote a letter to those people. (laughs) Like they didn't, I didn't just get the job. Like, you know, I wrote a, first. I got re- first. They said no. She's too young. No, she's 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 a lot. Oh, she's always talking. Oh, she's a fashion this. Oh, she's a this. She could never tackle mm-hmm. these conversations. And it was a case of like you know when they you you know you you expect it to be one dimensional. You know I'm sure you you had to yeah. Uh, yeah. deal with your own. You know as I was shy, reserved, very quiet. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. no, non mm-hmm. troublemaker. Kenny is the troublemaker. I is the Kama one, meanwhile, back at the ranch, hmm. Aza <laughs> is the opposite, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it, 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 so it was all <laughs> of those things, and, and, and we lived in time where, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the irony was that you know, the irony with Aza, they're like, Oh, why can't you just be like Aza and Beth? I'm like, Cause I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Because I'm not them, I'm like, Because I'm not them. The other one is from Zimbabwe. The other one is Kama. I'm not. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you know? So, so it was all of those. Here, uh-huh. eh? let me be me. Please. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, let me be me. So I took time to say, okay, I've been saying to people, they must let me be me, but who am I really? Is this really me? And this me of mine that I want to be, is it worth it because I'm missing out on stuff, you know, Mm. um, what am I going to do? How am I going to navigate this? You know, I mean, I can't really be like this person, but now what am I going to do? So I had to, uh, to, 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 to do a little bit of like time out for myself. And then I, I was like, Oh, I've got the kids. So I'm going to put my energy into the kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was also conscious of things like, um, in our industry, it's easy to like be an absent mom. Like I wanted to be there for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then boom, I also found myself being a single parent at that time. So I was just like, okay, it's you and the kids now, what are you going to mm-hmm. do? How are you going to navigate this? How are you going to manage a career and be a mom? And so I started saying, okay, um, you know, everyone thinks you're about out there, the lights and whatever. Fine. Still be here somewhere and let the light shine on you. But do things that don't put you where you find yourself unemployed. Uh, yeah. And then you are being in this. And then it started becoming
1: like that. Um, you and then went I got into you my- decided like to look within. Um, and how hard was it to... To survive at that time, because that's the other thing about our industry that it is such precarious work. The work in its own, in its very nature, there's very little security. It's very precarious. It's here today. It's not here tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you know, I, 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 that time actually, uh, you know, taught me to to be. To be grateful for for what I what I have, and also to appreciate my gifts, because I I still had work. Like you know, I did voiceover work. I did some writing work at some point for like magazines. I used to do music reviews for magazines. I do emceeing work. I would do speaking work. So even when I wasn't like on radio, like on Metro, um, I I I had other opportunities and, and TV gigs here and there. Um, you know, and I also. had to navigate the, you know, being the metro, like I was a metro girl. So I was like, I I needed to like take off the, the, yeah, that image and it to go away. Like, you know, nobody would touch me like, because I was just very definitive. Like it also... My thing was like that. I was just like, guys, i mean, really knuckle high felt. Can you imagine? And so there were things like that. So there are things myself uh, that I was like, okay, if I go to high felt, this is how I should sound like. If they're not going to let me sound like that and they're not sounding like that, what is the point? You know? So there are things, there are spaces that I would never even go into because I was very, you know, set on, on, on the things that I was about and that I stood for and, and, you know, whether it was known or not known, whether it was public or, you know, a few people in the industry knew it was like that. So I, I, I didn't really, um, not, not have work, you know, but yeah. obviously it was not the same as like when I was working on radio all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it it, 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 it's like, I had to really, really f- freelance and obviously now manage kids and whatever. And then once I got onto, to, to Motuako, um, you know, it opened a whole different, um, you know, opportunity. Mm -hmm. Then I had to like now let go of certain things because now I was now building myself towards being this, this, um, you know, um, mature, you know, woman who speaks then, you know, now it's, it's like women politicians and grandmothers and people's husbands and their wives. And I'm just like, Whoa, guys, I'm still 32. Can you just (laughs) give me a break? I'm like, not going to behave like I'm 40 or 50 or whatever. And then navigate myself through that. And, you know, and then, you know, I regained my confidence, um, you know, and I, 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 and then I was like, let me just give radio a break, um, and figure it out. Like Why? Do, do I love radio or did I just love Metro? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: That's one. Being able to distinguish
0: as to yeah. what, what was it? What was it? Really? What, what was with, you know, and then, and then it was like, okay, I have to let go of that or let go of that. So I had to do that. I had to do that. And then I, I also did a, like a, I had to do a lot of like, just spiritual search work. I was like, okay, maybe, you know, you're too much of a free woman. You know, you need to find the godly woman in you and be a Christian girl, you know? How did
1: that work you out know? for you? The
0: It was crazy, girl. I was like, How I was like, that that? was who, who
1: I think <laughs> I was just thinking and reflecting now that, and uh, we've talked about this before where, I was saying to you, I think there's so many parallels in our lives, me and you, Mm. Uh, so many parallels, but obviously I think the same issue, but we are on a, uh, we would approach it or it would affect us from a different angle, but it's different.
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, even with you talking about 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I got divorced, right? So yeah. 10 years ago for me was also uh, a critical turning point and like a change that 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 happened to me that it set me on a path of addressing uh, certain things about myself and about my choices, yeah. about my life, yeah. right? Uh, and listening to you now talk about your 10 years ago as well, once again, this particular parallel and being a single parent and needing to... to it's all on your shoulders, you know. So grow mm. up, uh, broad shoulders. Broad uh, shoulders. Put on your big L panties. Exactly. Exactly. But again, but but again,
0: it's that go-go figure thing. There's no one telling you that. You no. You're telling yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're figuring it out yourself. <laughs> you're figuring it out again. You're like, you like. They say there's big panties. Where do I find them? This is it. Where they? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then and you know, that's it, and like broad shoulders. You're like broad shoulders, broad shoulders, broad yeah. shoulders. Nobody is telling you that you are figuring it out,
1: you know? Yeah, <gasps> no, so I thought so, that just really, really resonated. But with time, of course, you build a different muscle, a new muscle, uh, your spirituality yeah. develops. And you were just saying now, and I was curious about what your compassion practice is. What is your spiritual practice? What is your compassion practice towards yourself? And that what emerged about how you need to take care of Penny during that time?
0: So, um, like now I'm like, um, there's no straight lines. Nothing has to be perfect. Um, you know, um, I I won't you know I don't get it right the first time because I was just like I'm one take Penny Wonder, you know that's that's me I'm a, I get it right from the first time now I'm like okay it's okay if you don't get it right for the first time you try again it's okay mm-hmm. and then you know. Okay, maybe there you got a little bit excited. It's okay, you know you are excitable. There's nothing wrong with you that you you know because uh, because after that period, I spent a lot of time saying, Oh, maybe I was too loud, maybe I shouldn't have said that, oh, maybe I shouldn't oh, me, you know, like silencing the noise, so I'm just I'm more tender with myself, I'm more forgiving, uh you know towards myself and then and and I'm and I'm also just like, I'm like, yo man it's fine. Let Aza carry on with what she's carrying on. It's fine. I'm here. If she needs me, she'll come to me. I don't have to say, Asa, Asa, mm. you need me. We need each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm. I'm just, yeah. So it's, 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 it's more like that. And I think, um, part of like the whole r- religious thing, because I wouldn't even call it spiritual at the time I said it's religious thing is when you're thinking God is going to tell you, this is what's wrong with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I spent a lot of time to say, but what's wrong with me? Mm. And God said nothing. (laughs) Like, I was like, she said like nothing isn't like nothing was said and then there's nothing. And then I was Mm -hmm. just like, I was like, oh, okay. So all along I thought there was something wrong with me. So what is it? And and then just to to remind myself there, to say, yeah, I mean, I can make mistake, I could be wrong about something, but is there something wrong with me? Uh-uh, no. there's nothing I, wrong with me. I'm what's perfect as I am wonderfully, that's it. And, yeah. and that's just what, that's what it is. Things Sometimes things work out, sometimes they don't work out. And you know what? And actually, maybe I could have gotten exactly what I wanted when I wanted the way that I wanted. I don't know if I'll be here, you know, yes. um, if I would appreciate it. Um, you know, or or I would be, even be able to, to have the depth and ability to have the kind of conversations that I, that I, that I'm having. So yes, I grew a new muscle because maybe I was like unforgiving. I was saying, maybe I was saying to people, Oh, you just don't get that. Come on, you know, just do it. It has to be done because that's just it. It must be done. Now I'm just like, Oh, you know, they'll figure it out and and it's fine. And then and then when I figured it out, I, I appreciate that I'm able to figure it out from the get-go. Um and it's and it's okay if I don't next time. So those are the kind of things that I learned. And I I and I I I kinda like said to myself, also, everything happens so fast in your 20s. Maybe you need to like reflect on and, and, and identify what worked, what didn't work, what you liked, what you didn't like. You know, I learned a lot of things about myself. I mean, I, I was like, oh, there I was sad. Like all oh, my friends were getting married. All oh, my colleagues were getting married. Did I even know what kind of guy I want to marry? Mm-hmm. Like, do I even know how I want to be loved? Mm-hmm. You know, did I even care how I want it, you know, know how I wanted to be spoken to? You know, why did I used to get irritated when someone would say to me, where are you? I hated that when a boyfriend would call me and say the way I, and then it just used to rub me off. I'd be like, why are you asking me where I am? I'm where I want to be, you know? (laughs) And it was like, no, but you don't say that. And now in 2020, everybody's saying, people shouldn't be asking you about your whereabouts. They must ask you, how are you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have appreciated a lot of all of those things if I if I didn't allow myself to do that. But, but my kids, you know, coming into my life, I also didn't want to mess up with my kids because remember I was feeling like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And now here I am now with these kids. I better not mess up with these kids. So I must do this thing right with the kids. So I was just like, okay, we're focused. We're zoning in to you and the kids. What are the important things? Do you have a place to live? do you have food? Can you keep a job? Are you healthy? Are you sane? Okay. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with uh, mental health. Okay. Are you ready to talk about it? How are you taking care of yourself? Are you exercising? So, so all of that helped. And then it was like, okay, God loves me in spite of myself. I'm not a failure. Uh, you know, my world is not ending. So wide. I have two children, not married, whatever, you know, then removed all of those things. And then I just said, okay, that's it. I was like, I was like, by the time I get to 40, I need to have like figured this out. So at 35, I was like, agreement, made, Penny, done. Okay. Now, yes, there will be triggers. There'll be moment. What are the triggers? Who are the triggers? You know, got that so that cause I was, I was scared of being angry and bitter. I really yeah. didn't want to be an angry and bitter person because it was going to make me ugly.
1: Mm, that's so powerful. And I don't want to be ugly. No, mm. that's so powerful because everything that you've talked about is about having self-awareness and you had a deep uh, degree of self-awareness to recognize that this Metro thing and what I want out of it. To some people, I have this
0: exterior toughness and whatever. And then I'm like this sensitive, you know, person at the same time. And some people are like, but she's very confusing. She's very... And then I'm like, but guys, you know, I'm not a robot. You can't be... You're not one thing. Uh, but I had to learn those things about myself. Like I had to learn about my emotions. I had to learn how to deal with this fiery thing that I had in me that, uh, you know, it doesn't, doesn't burn me out because, you know, I, I would suffer in the long run, but at the same time that how do I use my fire to like warm up people, not to burn them. Um, and, and, and so that I can also be able to continue because I, and I'm, I was also grateful that even during that time, um, I was very, I was conscious, you know, unconscious of or at the same time, because I didn't deliberately see say that, okay, you know, um, you're gonna be tender with yourself, you're gonna do this. But I, I went on and did that. And I'm I'm grateful even for things like um I always say to myself, like if if I had been like a heavy a drinker, I would have become a heavy drinker. If I was like in if into recreational stuff, I could have I easily my personality when people looked at me, I represented those people who could spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, my spiritual journey helped me to realize that, oh, you know what? Um, I had some urge of protection over me because I was in a very destructive industry around toxic and and, and destructive people, and 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 some of the experiences and the painful experiences that people, like, you know, go through in the internet industry leads people to all sorts of things, um, and I think that gave me, you know, an ability to to empathize, you know, I mean, I get angry with creators sometimes and I'm just like, Oh, come on. You're just like messing yourself up. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time I go, Oh my goodness. But if you knew this and understood the stuff that they had to deal with behind the scenes, you'll understand why people go over the edge like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so that moment, helped me to, to be, you know, to be able to, 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 to be more tender with myself, to be more forgiving to myself. And in hindsight, we, we talk about like, you know, I was able to self-actualize and, and the, my level of self-awareness, but, you know, again, when I was doing it, I, I you know, I mean, yes, I read uh, a Ian here and, and uh, you know, we all start
1: with Ian it seems to be the yeah. I-
0: so I, I mean, I just, you know, it was really, your were and then you were like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and eventually it's, it, 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 it's now you, you can be able to, to reflect and say, oh, wow. Okay. So it helps me when I'm speaking to someone who's going through stuff and I, I just don't feel like, ah, oh, you're wasting opportunities. Now I'm like, okay, let's really understand because I got to appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it taught, it taught me, taught me so much. It felt like that, uh, but then I, I got to see, once I, I I removed myself from there and I, I forced myself to mourn uh, that experience, I saw so much more about myself and and I, and I realized that I can do anything.
1: That's amazing because when you moved it out of the way, you were able to see so much more. Like it was taking up so much in your world that when you shifted it and said out of the way, then you were able to discover new things and see so much more about your talents. Um, But I want to talk about something uh, which is especially something you had experience with in this industry. And maybe tell me if you agree with this or not. Do you think that you were punished for being a woman who spoke out, a woman who was outspoken in, in society? Yeah,
0: for the you know, for the longest time, I didn't want to admit that. I think the time is right to admit now. Yes, I was being punished for being a woman who was uh, outspoken, who was um, um what's the word? You said uh,
1: loud, earlier, you know. loud, confident, assertive.
0: Yeah, it was not. It was not. Um. Yeah, I was. I was. I was outspoken, confident. Um, you know, I had a, what, like a sense of knowing about myself and that rubbed, uh, you know, um, a lot of people wrong, especially a lot of men, because we're dealing with, with, with black men in leadership. And then, uh, this is not what they used to. And it was not a case of, um, it was not what, women do, uh, you know, and it's, it was just like that. And you, you're this young person, where do you get off, you know, saying the things that you're saying? Um, and I think it was, and I don't think people were also equipped to deal with that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it was, and I don't know, I don't know if that has changed now. I, I, I doubt um, it, it truly has, but at least we're having those conversations now about what it means to be outspoken to have your own voice, um, to be confident, to, um, you know, to stand for, for what you believe and to, to say, you know, you don't have to like me, but this is my position and this is what I believe and This is my opinion. Um, you, you know, you can respect me for that. It's something that we never, uh, you know, we we're not, we we're not talking about. Um, and
1: it's, it's just that. Mm, because that's certainly just how it reads. So, the, there was a time I think you were saying that it felt like you had a, um, an, an X on your back, that you had a target on your back, that people seemingly did things to kind of, um, because they felt threatened about what you were doing and the increasing and growing space you were, you were occupying. When did you first get that insight or start to feel like actually there's a target on my back? Oh, now when you say X on your your back, because now that's, that
0: sounds like, but I mean, I guess I don't know any other way to describe it. Um, Yeah. Because you, and the thing is, 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 is I didn't see it like that. I was just being, um, you know, myself and doing what I was doing. I didn't see myself in like, you know, um, standing in anyone's way or exposing anyone's incompetence or whatever. And, 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 and only later, I think later on when I really got to understand about the, the politics and the toxicity of the level of things that were happening, I realized how actually I needed to leave because I was putting myself in danger without realizing Uh, Mm. what do I mean? You know, if I was going to be excited about meeting a new artist and I think they should just be played on air or I give them an interview and I'm not aware that somebody's taking payola or there's a cartel going on there and that people are benefiting from that. I am messing with people's businesses, but I didn't know that. I just met an artist. I'm giving a platform to someone because I think they're great. Do you see my naivety there? Mm. Uh, you know, people are, are charging people for that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. And then it means that if I'm saying to you, no, as a, sure, you can talk to so-and-so about this. Meanwhile, that person is uh, charging girls or sleeping with girls or whatever not, I'm putting you in a situation that I don't even know because that's not the world that I'm exposed to. I'm not aware of that. I don't see that space like that. And, you know, so only later on when I was out, when I really got to understand some of the things that were happening there, uh, then it was sickening. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I didn't know that that's the stuff. I, I, I wept, you know, I was, I was like, Oh my God, Penny, you could have Gotten hurt because you were messing with people's uh, real stuff. You you know you, you you just think it's about being on radio and you being opinionated and then you're a strong woman and whatever. People are uh, taking biolas. There's jojos. There's all sorts of things here, uh, mm-hmm. and you just think irradially, you know. Um, So that that that's the X part that I would say yeah, it's an X on your back because when are you busy trying? to, You're pushing this thing. People yeah. are not about that. Um, You know, they're not about that. Um, But it was unfortunate because remember when I got in, I was young. I didn't, I didn't see that world to be like that. And then, and I would like to believe that it was not necessarily like that. It's just that. You know, the last, you know what, they're saying the wasteful nine years. The wasteful nine years were very crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there was some hectic stuff happening. They were just not happening at Lutuli House, they were happening in other places.
1: Oh my gosh. And look, someone who says, I wouldn't want to be talking about politics all day. That was like yeah. a perfect use of what's happening in politics. <laughs> yeah exactly because you know you'll be thinking you do you're busy with a story
0: meanwhile you're busy with affection Mm -hmm. (laughs) now that i know i'm like i'm so glad i never got caught up in that stuff yeah because you would be caught up in 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 you're thinking you're about being a a voice meanwhile you're promoting affection because somebody and you will die literally Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> you will die. There's there's people who've died. It's just that we can't prove that they were d- killed because of that. Because of that, but yes. Because things happened. Do you know what I mean? So so it's it's that kind of stuff. And there was a sense of relief. And then also, it gave me an opportunity to see myself differently. Now I started appreciating those things. I started to say, oh, actually, I did add value to fashion. I was adding value to because I was so caught up in that space, accepting that. I didn't realize that I'm actually making inroads elsewhere. I'm contributing outside of that. And then uh, people are impacted by that. Yes. Um, once I lifted my head out of that, out of that space.
1: Yes. Yes. Out of the mist and out of the haze, yes. you're able to see yeah. the real value yeah. of the contribution. Yes. And now, yes. you know, it's clear that a lot of people were quite intimidated that you're a woman who intimidates and you intimidated a lot of men. <laughs> How difficult has it been for you to date and to find love and, you know, to meet someone who can keep up with your intensity. Ah, so this one time,
0: um, I don't remember what was going on. Um, this is like after my breakup with a father, my kids or whatever. I don't remember where I went and I was doing with soccer. Oh, so I was doing with soccer and then some I was at some event and then some guy said to me, oh, it was so nice to see you there on that show. And then you were talking in Sipedi and the guy was saying in, in Sipedi, he was saying, yo, you know, I just never thought that you speak to guys like us. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I wasn't sitting there on the radio saying, now I'm going to scare off all men of this country. not to speak." Yeah. So, but then, then at the, at this, so, then I realized, oh my god! So there's, so there's people who don't talk to me because I'm, you know, I'm intimidating. I'm, I'm an unapproachable. Yeah, the guy said, yeah, you're very unapproachable, Penny. I was like, wow. And then, then there was like guy friends who, you know, I'll be like, oh, so, you know, this person says I'm unapproachable, and they're like, yeah, well, you know, Penny, so and so was flirting with you, or so and so really, really <laughs> likes you, it. It. and I was like. I'm like, why well, the person never said anything to me? <laughs> They're like, I mean, really, what did you want the guy to say? I'm like, how? What is this thing? You guys, you think you hang out with me and then I must smell that you guys want to date me? How do you people work? Then I had to realize, oh gosh, okay, obviously everybody is caught up in this bold, confident girl on the radio. People don't talk to you, and then also because they're not straight up about it. They are flirting. I mean, I don't even think I knew how to flirt as like, it was just bad. <laughs> so I was just like, you okay, Penny. Now you need to like, um, find your feminine, you know, power of some sort so that you, that you can, that you can be at least, you know, open to, 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 to let people in somehow. Yeah. And, <laughs> Because I was just like, then I, firstly, then I had to like, oh, so now these relationships of man that I ended up with, so I was like, so I was like, so how did I end up with that guy? I'm like, hey, who else was asking me out when that guy was asking me I'm like, hey, Matt, no one else was asking me out. So I got, oh my goodness. Okay. So, Okay did I choose that person or did I just say yes? Because you know what I mean? So I started having those kind of conversations myself. Like, yeah. oh, actually, you know, you have the power to choose of who you want to be, not be with, not just because they are, they're the ones who's there, it's available. You know, have you been picking? So dating was like a nightmare um, on its own. I just had to like uh, find a way to like be open to the idea and meeting people, etc. cetera. Uh, because again, you know, when I was that Metro girl, it was me and Metro. Metro was my boyfriend. No one else met
1: her. <laughs> <laughs> it even stood in the way of love. About like what kind of guy, you know, dates you? What kind of guy gets to date you? Like, what are you looking for? Oh, okay. All right. I'm just going to go with what I think.
0: Look, um, I think... For some time, I thought, okay, you know, I have to be not myself. I must try and fit into these molds that people will say, you must be this kind of girl. You must be this kind of girl um, so that guys can like you. Obviously, I, you know, I was like outspoken, opinionated. I thought, okay, maybe if I'm like less opinionated or I don't say anything um, and, you know, maybe try and be like smile and giggle it could work and then I just realized that's not really who I am and also I don't I felt like I don't have to try and be something that I'm not for someone to like me um so and I I had to like come to a place where I'm like okay um you know things didn't work out not because there was something wrong with you it's because those relationships just didn't work out. It's a different time you and in a different, you know, now what is the, you know, who are you and what do you stand for? What are the things, um, about you that you, that you care about or when you, when you meet people? Um, so again, it was like a case of, okay, um, I have to accept myself for who I am. You know, I'm, I'm funny. I'm outspoken. I have an opinion. I can be loud. Um, I have strong opinions when I'm on radio. I take my my work very seriously. But now, how do I balance that out when it gets to to a relationship? And also, like, I just I want someone who's very comfortable in in their own skin because, you know. <sighs> people date people who are like on radio and television because they mm-hmm. want to date the girl that's on radio and television. But when you're the girl who's ra- on radio and television, then they don't want the girls on radio and television. So I was just like, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm the girl who's on radio and television and I'm, I'm myself. So you need to realize that I'm, I have different dimensions. Yes. So don't ex- I'm not a one track horse, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not one thing. <laughs> mm. so firstly, you need to give yourself time to get to know me. I'm a, get to, to know you, but I'm looking for basic values, you know, honesty, sincerity, kindness. Um, you know, I don't care how rich you are. If you're disrespectful, you you know, you're disrespectful. And then, um, you know, firstly, I'm not going to lose my voice because now I must make you comfortable. Um, you know, um, yes, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll respect you and I'll, I'll honor you. Uh, but, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not willing to be docile for, yeah. you know, to be accepted. So those are the kind of, you know, quite, I had to like really like pinpoint on those qualities. Like, so I had to go with myself. Um, you know, and do I love myself? Therefore, this person when they come into my life, are they adding value in my life or are they <laughs> subtracting? And what are the things that I'm, you know, I don't know, know for me that I'm not gonna, am not gonna deal with? So it's it's been a, a you know a, a, a process that I that I had to to to, to work on. And I think for, you know also I. I remember, I don't think I knew that in my 20s. I, I didn't even think I knew that a guy should treat me. I was those girls who were like, I'll pay for myself. I'll take myself here. I'll do it. And as you know, you you know, you know, worked on radio. Like a guy can't impress you by taking you to the day in July because I went there. You know, they can't say to me they're going to take me to the... Do you understand what I'm saying? They can't say to me, oh, okay, we'll take you to New York. I'm just like, okay. So you, you need to have character and, mm. and values and... Anything else is a value add. So what you can buy if you can buy me a bag, I can save and buy myself a bag. A bag. One gig I can if I want it. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's so it became those kind of things like okay, when we remove all of those things. I mean, I'm not saying don't buy me a bag, please don't hear me wrong, but I'm <laughs> just saying and also I had to come to the place to say it's okay for a guy to buy me a bag because I I came from a school of oh, a guy is buying you a bag. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps>
1: <laughs> mm. so, so you had to deal with all of those things mm. so what's been the most difficult thing in raising your children in the limelight being someone in the limelight what's been the most what's the hardest thing about parenting as a person in the limelight oh in the limelight okay mm-hmm.
0: um mm. It's, um, it's being able to draw the line, like how much of yourself about your children do you give and how you, you know, how much you don't, because, you know, I was always conscious of like, I want to be authentic about my experiences. Uh, you know, I mean, like from talking about my mental health, To talking about like uh, emotionally abusive relationships and toxic men and things like that, you know, I could only talk from like my own experiences. Um, and then same thing, how I, you know, I'm trying to like deal with like raising my kids. It's like, you know, how do I, um, put my experiences with my kids out there. Um, you, you, know, I mean, when they were smaller, I mean, yeah, a cover here, a conversation here and then the, the older they got where I'm like, now they can say yes and no to me. Um, yeah. I have to like honor that and, and respect that. Yeah. And then also, I also feel like, um, when they're older, I can ask them for things. I can say to them, do you want to do a cover with me? if they say they don't want to do it it's okay whereas when they're young i'm like okay i do it now and then now now that they're this age i don't want to do it. so it's like being able to balance to balance that um and and then i mean i like i see now people are like putting their kids out there and everything i'm like no i'm happy for them uh you know but i i'm again the old school was like keep your kids far away and very safe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and then you you had to be a certain celebrity to put them out there and then I see people who were hiding their kids when we were young now they're putting them out I'm like <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's so it's being able to like um to be present in like when you give of yourself and when you don't, like I'm, I'm very careful of like not want, not wanting to use my kids to advance my career. I don't know if that makes sense. And yes, I, I yes. think it's in the time that we live in. It's very easy. You can just decide. Okay, now I'm a yummy mommy, and that's how you are influencing and you're making money out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm conscious of of things like that because, uh, you know, now I feel like. Um, I chose to be present with them. I, they didn't, you know, I when, when I wasn't with their dad, I could have said, okay, my kids can live with my mom. My mom can raise my kids. And then, you know, I can just be this girl about town and do yeah. my job and be successful and do whatever. But I was like, I want to be a full-time mom. I want to be present. Um, you know, I want to be there at their school stuff. And I, I wanted to normalize things as, as possible. Cause also for me, I'm committed to what I'm doing as a career. I don't, you know, you know, we work in a fickle industry, but I'm not a fickle person, mm-hmm. and I and I, I don't feel like my gift and what I've got to offer is fickle. So I'm conscious of saying, oh yeah, you know, um, it could end all t- tomorrow. Um, even if it end all tomorrow, I'll still be Penny Lebani, who's impactful, who has influence, uh, who have a public profile. I might not be doing what I'm doing now, so yeah. I don't want to find myself pressured by, you know, by any means necessary. The trend now is like, let's push our kids. And I think when they allow, when the kids say they want to do things, I will support them, but I want them to make that choice for themselves because I made that choice for myself. Even though my parents were doing a go figure, nobody told me this is what I must do. So why should I now,
1: um, you know, impose things on my children. Yeah, you know, I'm also yeah. very mindful of of that particular issue. Mm. I tried so hard, Jeez. so long, to protect my children, and instead, <laughs> and what happened instead was that the viciousness of the world came right into my home and hurt us. Mm. You know. My daughter was... Your uh, daughter. Gosh, she's so pretty. I'm just like... (laughs) like, she
0: was such a baby. It's as if we can bottle her now. Because it's like that. Like, she's out there. And sometimes people just react because they're like, she's other's daughter. It's like, and people are... You don't know who's doing what and trying to
1: settle what for what reason. Exactly. Exactly. So, So it's one of those things where you do your best to protect them. And then... My big lesson was then this thing just came into our home, we had to go through that terrible uh, incident of yeah. cyberbullying and people writing all sorts of untruths. I mean to the point where we had to get a private detective involved because the, the oh. alleg- or the things that were being said were just so yeah. unbearable, but also yeah. the audience and Black Twitter that doesn't care. It was just about a show for everybody to enjoy on that Sunday. And so I think for me, that was like one of the hardest moments in, not only in my life, but also in this choice of career, like, my children did, and it had nothing, I don't think it had anything to do, I'm not sure if it had anything to do with mm. me being someone who mm. was media per se, but mm. um, to some degree, it also, it added the fi- the fuel to the fire of why it became as big as it became. And it became something that was <laughs> incredibly, incredibly hurtful. So I always have very a lot of sympathy for parents. And I would, yeah. uh, having had that experience on... Protecting your children uh, and keeping them away from the eyes that are on you, because those eyes will move from you to them. And so, I'm yeah, not yeah, that of yeah. people posting their children or not giving them uh, because they, let, wait for them to get older to make that decision for themselves. Because you also don't know what you're introducing into their world that comes with a lot of pressure. And at the same time, yeah, this yeah. still happened to us, even though. I didn't post my children. I didn't, uh, yeah,
0: brand branded yeah.
1: them all over. And the
0: place. In, and also, I think I mean I in hindsight, because you know we were thrown in into it, and and, and I understand like the trauma that just comes with with it. I I'm also very uh, cautious about it like that. Um, and I mean, you know, when when I got into it, the birth of tabloids. So this mm. whole Twitter, social media thing um, I'm very careful of it in that way. So I'm, I'm also just, just, um, I guess I'm mindful because, um, there's a bit of a fear of like, you know, where it can go. And then at the same time, I'm like, okay, you know, there's a sense of uh, freedom, what this moment represents, but I, I have to tread it very carefully because I know that, um, we're dealing with, people who might not be at the same level of consciousness um, that one is. And I, I wouldn't want um, that trauma on, on, on them at such a young age um, as well. Yeah. And it, it, it even moves beyond just like those of us who are, who have a public profile because of work. I see a lot of like new money, rich people who are just throwing themselves and their children. Yeah. And then they just like selling off their privacy for nothing. I'm like, Mm. Do you know that you know once you uh you can't fame yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a pr- it's a privilege to have privacy. It's a, it's a it's like it's it's like I'm like you know I'm mean, I don't even know I'm just maybe I'm extreme and I say it's a privilege. Like sometimes I just want to walk in mall holding some person and nobody staring at me as a really <laughs> and, and 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 i'm relatively not that famous there's people who are in soapies who have seen funny things happen to them i'm just i just want to be Mind, i don't want people to say are you penny when i'm sitting at a restaurant yeah well, people want that to happen to them <laughs> <laughs> i'm like You want people to be questioning who you are when you're trying to order wings (laughs) and and like by exposing yourself when they don't know you. Like, why are you doing that to
1: to yourself? Here's to the plug. The the creative fantasy that I have about you and I'm so glad that it's something that resonates with you and it's going to be a reality in the near future.
0: (laughs) Yes, Azza,
1: it's going to be a reality. We are going to make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. Thank you, Penny. This is a conversation with Africans about their inner world. Interiority conversation center on our blackness, perspectives, thoughts, lived experiences, reflections, and worldview. It's an exploration of within the making, the wonder, the magic.